Hey, it's Leslie with Andersons of West Hills. And it is Jason with Denworks. And it's currently 9.01 p.m. And normally at this time, we're chilling with Stanley and all of our cats. But tonight, we're on the road. Yeah. Uh, going towards the coast, which mm-hmm. is nice. Mm-hmm. And it's been a while since we've been over here, especially to go over here and look at something. Yeah. And I am super, 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 super excited about what we're going to see. So I hope it works out. It's um, been it's been a while since we had a podcast. I know. Um, and I think the last one we were planting trees, 41 trees, and we just got all those done. <laughs> right. And we were like tuckered out and we were going to do a podcast and we were like too tired. Yeah. It was so busy last week because we were working all day. And then in the evenings, we were getting the trees planted. And these trees were monsters. Oh, like, my gosh. Some, they were supposed to be 6 to 7 feet, but they were really more like 7 to 12 feet. Right. And the root ball on these things was huge. Yeah. So we had to use a post hole digger, which wasn't even big enough. So we had to be a little creative. Right. And it was funny, too, is like, you know, usually you don't get what you're asked, you know, when you buy something and you order it or whatever from a nursery or whatever, you don't get what you ask for. Mm-hmm. And, like, they short your, you know, like, the trees are supposed to be seven feet and they end up to be five feet or something like that. And it was funny when we were out there complaining, like, those son of a guns gave us 12-footers. <laughs> like, we should call them back up and say, we want only six-footers yeah. or seven. It was kind of funny. And, I mean, they're just huge because to grow, that that's like two years of growth. Mm-hmm. to get a 12-foot tree. So it was pretty awesome. It was really awesome. And that's been a project that we've had on our radar for a couple of years, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to... I don't... Just for... Just to make our property a little more pretty, because we mostly have pasture. We do have trees on the property, but we wanted these for a while. So it was exciting to be able to work on that. But we just worked so hard we were totally exhausted yeah and i don't know if we told you guys before we started to plant trees before and we ordered a bunch of trees like little little ones you know little seedlings and started planting those but then we had bought these one kind of trees that were like four feet tall down one side of the property and then we decided to get six donkeys I don't know if we've ever talked about... We've talked about having donkeys, but we had six mini donkeys. And we learned a lot from those things. Right. Because they ate all the trees. Uh Uh-huh. And left no little uh, branches or whatever on Mm -hmm. there. And then then they ate our fence. Like our wooden fence on our... Like next to our yard at our house. Legitimately ate the fence. Like termites. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like... On a, it's on the outside and kind of on a part of our property that you really wouldn't see every day um, because our house is on the other side of it and all that. And so you go out one day and it did look like termites. Yeah. It was gone. I was like totally blown away. It was. So we learned you can't have trees no. next to donkeys or cows. I mean, they ate them to a nub <laughs> yeah. and only half of them. I don't know. Oh, yeah, about half of them survived, but they're like totally. <laughs> they're still hanging by a string. A they are string, but we'll see. And now they're safe because there's no animals that will eat them. No. And 
So we've learned a lot from living on 10 acres because we really had no clue what we were doing. We weren't even looking for 10 acres. We wanted two. No. Yeah, we wanted two. We wanted a little bit bigger shop and two acres. And then we find this 10 acres. And I was really like, oh my gosh, how in the world are we going to take care of it? But actually, it's not as much work as you would think. No. It is because it is mostly pasture. So the cows and the donkeys eat down the pasture and we cut the rest for... Um, hay for the winter we have a guy that cuts it for us and he takes half and leaves us half and um there's a lot of there's just a lot of really easy things about it so I love it I don't ever want to move yeah yeah we like it there a lot yeah it's peaceful and anytime I mean I don't mind going to town but anytime I go to town or in neighborhoods it feels really closed in now which is surprising to me I didn't know that it would feel that much different but when you're used to having just space and few neighbors then it feels really different to go into a neighborhood it's just surprised me how it's changed my perspective on things or like when there's a lot of traffic I notice traffic noise a lot more because when we're home it's super quiet yeah because last night we were sitting on the porch Mm -hmm. out back and it was just like totally quiet yeah and really nice outside Sometimes it gets windy, but that night it wasn't windy at all. It was just, like, really, really peaceful. Yeah. The stars are a little brighter. You know, if you've ever been camping and you're out of town a little bit, and you just notice that you can see the stars a little bit more. And yeah. It's just nice. So, yeah, so we were completely exhausted, and by Saturday night, we were just done for. But we got all the trees in, and then... We did some other landscaping stuff. And meanwhile, Friday night, so we're, by Friday last week, we were in the middle of the tree stuff and all of our regular working. And then we went to go pick up some meat. Yes. And then we found a new taco place, which we were really excited about. Really good. It was very very good. good. And a little, um, it was a little market, uh, that we found that's like a Hispanic market. So, and it's close to our house. We didn't know it existed. So we're very excited about that. But at that point, it's like four o'clock on a Friday. Actually, it was probably three when we went to go pick up the meat. Yeah, that's right. We leave the house. We're driving per typical. We're just kind of taking a look around. And then we see a few interesting cars on the way. Mm -hmm. And then we go eat our tacos and then we're on our way home to plant trees that was the plan for the evening yeah yeah that was all we're doing that was it we were kicking off work for the day we're done right but no well what happened was you said as we were driving out of there i saw let's drive by this little car lot because a while back not very long ago, we saw that motorhome in the car lot, and we was like, we should check out these little car lots. Oh, yeah. You know, every once in a while. So we drove around the car lot, and you're like, and I won't say what it is yet, but you're like, I would never drive one of those, which is true. She's never driven one mm-hmm. her whole life. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I have pictures with her standing next to these kind of things, but uh, but she's like, I would never drive that. And then, f- yeah, four minutes later. Bam. Yeah. I see it. But here's the thing. So... I see a van, but the yeah. part that you're not telling, it which wasn't is a, kind it wasn't of a at lie. a car lot. It wasn't at a car lot, though, too. No, but I think the car lot had a minivan. Right. So you're not telling the story. You have 
mixed up the story and it's something it's not supposed to be because what I said was I would never buy a minivan. I didn't say van. I said minivan, which anyone, if you back me up on this, if you could please just let me know that you back me up. A minivan and a van are two separate things. Yeah, a van that you like is the one that says free candy on the side. Some big old van. <laughs> Only if you're driving it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hop in that van any day because I know that you'll have the nerds. Right. The nerds candy that I like. Yeah, that's the true. The sour chewy nerd or the regular chewy nerds or the sour chewy nerds. I like both of them. Yeah. And for the record, just so you guys know, I do eat candy every single day. Like yeah. I have some form of candy and it could be the sour chewy nerds, regular chewy nerds, jelly bellies are always a hit. Cinnamon bears cinnamon and bears hot tamales. Are a big deal. Yeah, cinnamon bears are definitely top of the list. Yeah. So I do have candy in my house at all times. I have like candy in the kitchen. I have candy um next to my bedside table. Because you never know when you might need a piece of candy. Right. So, um, we're driving and we see this white, older kind of van. I didn't know exactly what year it was. You probably had more of an idea than I did. It's hard to tell in those years because they basically look the same from 80 to 90. Yeah. So, we see this white van. Looks okay. I mean, it's just kind of sitting there. Wimbledon white. One of my favorite colors. So, we If your like, underwear looked like Wimbledon white, you don't want that kind of white, though. Go ahead. <laughs> right. Go ahead with you the need, story. You need a new yeah. set of underwear. Yeah. Um, but it's a beautiful color. Yeah. So, it looks okay. I mean, it, you're, you're kind of not sure, and it has a for sale sign in it. Not sure, like, what any of the details are. Like, do you even want to stop? So, you said, do you want to stop and look at this van? And I said, yeah, I saw it on our way out and it looked interesting. Let's stop. So. Well, and the rule was too, it's like, if you're driving down the street, whoever's driving, like I'm driving right now, mm-hmm. I can only look to the left and you can only look to the right. And so that van was on the right. Which you violated Because you that. saw it on our way in, didn't you? Yeah, I did. It was on yeah. my side. Right. So you violate that all the time because Jason is so good at this. Like he's literally right now while we're driving, he's scanning. Every single place that he can. He's like, what do I see? I saw the Galaxy Motel back there, and I was thinking Ford (laughs) Galaxy. Then I looked at the motel, and I'm like, no. Oh, no. No, thanks. Um, So, it is very difficult, but this van was on my side of the road. Yes. So, we pull off, and we're like, "Eh, I don't know. I mean, looks okay. And so, it happens to be open. Yeah. (laughs) So... We open the doors, and I am telling you, this interior in this van is perfect. It, it is like perfect. Yeah, it's absolutely like mint. It's like Pablo Capo- was his name <laughs> Picasso. Yeah, Pablo <laughs> Picasso painted this thing inside. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't paint, but it was just like it was drop dead gorgeous. Totally gorgeous, and it, it had four captain's chairs. Yeah. In it, and then the longer row back seat, and so both of us are like, "What in the world is going on with this?" It didn't even look like it had been sitting. No, inside, it just blew me away. The pedals not worn inside. 
the instrument clusters all there like all of the all of the little things like there's no plastic broken there's no um dash broken there's i mean it is just in great shape and when you so, get in a van too you have to step up into it so the seat bolster on the side is always rubbed mm-hmm. the carpet's always rubbed it was just i don't know it was just nuts just super nice so immediately i'm like oh my gosh we got to call this person so we call and it was at someone's house so yeah we um call him and he comes up and so we ended up making a deal on that van that night and so we brought home so 1990 e150 van in wimbledon white and is, is it an xlt I thought that emblem on the side said XLT. Yeah, I believe it is. So, look at that big old motorhome. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I think gosh. it's like a, an old Chinook. That was cool. Yeah. That was way cool. We're going to be going home that way, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm sure you want to see that. It was, that was pretty wild. That looking. was pretty sweet. Go um, ahead. See? Scanning. I'm not even paying attention because I'm paying attention to the podcast. Jason's like always on the move. Oh yeah, I'm on the white line, yellow line. <laughs> if you can hear the the bumps happening, he really is. Like yeah. he's crossing the line, but it's fine. We've never died, so we're good. Yeah. Um. So we end up bringing home this van. And by the time that whole deal happened, no trees got planted. But I was so excited about it because that van has a ton of different options that you could do with it and not really sure what direction do you take it yeah you know because the interior is just so stinking nice so you could potentially convert it to a four by four that would be really cool to four by four that'd be really and you know what i did see and i don't know i guess an f-150 truck would work right i think so i did see i'll show it to you i i saw an f-150 truck that um Actually, I think it, the ad said that it was like no good at all, except the frame and the underbody was good. Yeah. So I'll have to look and confirm whether or not it was a four by four. Yeah, because we could take all the components out. <laughs> I don't know if we will tackle something like that, but it would actually be really fun. Yeah, I mean that. So that idea is like obviously way, way, way too big for me. So I'm not sure it, but it might be something fun that we could do together. But it's the time. Yeah. thing it's totally like do we have the time to do that you could also do like conversion on the put yeah. one of those conversion tops on it yeah raised roof or pop raised pop roof. Or stuff on it. yeah that's what i meant um i'm glad you're here to help me because i don't know any of the lingo put a raised roof on it i make it up as i go <laughs> and you think it's <laughs> the, the right lingo i well that's fine so we could do that or or we just leave it as is and do a couple things to it outside because it really I mean the outside is pretty good looking too but it's just been sitting for a while so it needs some TLC yeah. but the paint's in relatively good yeah, shape it's a pretty good I shape. mean it's it's pretty good if you go to our Instagram page you can see a picture of her standing next to it yeah what's funny too is that someone put it doesn't have factory wheels on it anymore which would be kind of cool to put on it but not as a 4 by 4 but it has um, center line like real not like the fake ultras or you know something you someone made look like a center line it's got polished center lines on it yeah and they say center line on the stamped in there they're, they're actually really kind of cool i don't like that style anymore but um someone put some expensive wheels on that mm-hmm. i mean it's 
just the way it sits, just the way this van sits right now, you could 100% load your family up yeah. and go camping for a weekend and have a great time yeah. in this van. I mean, it's it's that nice inside. And if you were just going to go for a fun family adventure, you could totally do it. And I think ultimately that's what sold me on it. Because I yeah. was like, this is something that somebody could immediately use and enjoy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah. That was really fun. And then... We have been this week we've been just super busy it's only Tuesday but yeah. it feels like I mean we weren't even going to be on the road tonight at all we were going to be home chilling like yeah. I said but we're on the road because that's what you got to do sometimes yeah so it's it's crazy too working on cars like or anything just in life that all of a sudden something happens and it's like, wait, what? That was perfect a minute ago, mm-hmm. and now it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. And it, it reminds me of, like, when I was, oh, I don't know, I was parting out some cars, and I would take a piece of trim off. And that trim had been on that thing for 50 years. Then I take the piece of trim off that day, because I'm going to sell the part. Then, you know, I take it off, and then two seconds later, I bend it in half. Yeah. It was, like, perfect. And so... We bought this, I think I already talked about it, this 93, um, and it's not a problem truck by any means. It's a 93, um, three-quarter ton Chevy pickup, four by four. And it was the one that we were talking about the other day where I saw it out of the corner of my eye going down the freeway. And it is so nice. Oh, man, it's so cool. It's immaculate. So we drive it home and park it. The next morning, I put some stuff in the back. And I was going to take it out in, in the pasture and, you know, dump this stuff out there where, you know, like burn pile of some branches and stuff. And I shouldn't, you know, the truck's really nice. So, but I thought, well, I'll just throw a little bit in there. And the cows are out there and the donkeys. I was getting some photos of them all together because it was cool. Uh-huh. And so I drive it back in. No problem. Two hours later, I go to start it up. And I saw Leslie... Saw, you know, she was up kind of in her garden area. <laughs> right. And I'm trying to start it and start it and start it. And I'm like, what in the world? And something happened with the distributor. Yeah. And it was like, I we just drove it 80 miles. And then I just drove it two hours ago. And then all of a sudden it goes kaput. For no and, reason. Yeah. So now we're fixing it. But the nice thing is, I mean, we have had this happen before. Not very often. Because we usually pretty much go through our stuff. But... You just never know when a car might break down. And, yeah. you know, there's been a couple times where we sold something and it got off the truck or, you know, and it didn't run. Well, that happens sometimes because it happens to us <laughs> sometimes. So the only good thing is, and it's frustrating, but it breaks on our side. Yeah. So we have to fix so it doesn't happen to someone else mm-hmm. and that stuff. But it's just kind of a funny, a funny thing when... We can never buy anything that's just, like, turnkey. There's always something to do. And I'm learning that. I mean, I've I've learned a lot, a lot, a lot in the last few weeks. And my 72 Lincoln Mark yeah. IV is almost ready to go. Like, it's so close. I can taste it. Like, yeah, we're going to wash it and picture it today. That, I was, I woke up, actually, I said last night and this morning, both. I said, okay, I'm picturing the Lincoln today. Yeah. Because it's 
out of the shop. It's been gone over. We've done, you know, had our like normal checks and balances and processes going. Yeah. So all that need to happen today was a road test. Yep. Then wash it up really nice. Make sure, you know, just clean it because it's been on the lift and all that kind of stuff. So just, you know, make sure it's all dialed in and then I'm ready to picture yeah. and I'm ready to like submit this thing to bat. So I go out and road test it. Drives yeah. perfect. Drives, yeah, you were all happy. I was like, oh my gosh, this car is so amazing. I stepped on it a little bit to make sure that the transmission shifted all the gears, shifted perfect, nice and smooth, just like it always has. Brakes really good. I come back, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Like. I'm ready to picture this thing. And then I go to get out of the car and then stuff isn't working. Yeah, you were gonna roll the window up so you could wash it. <laughs> yeah, and the windows won't roll up and the windows won't roll down and the radio's not working. And it's so the it's like- aren't work. Nothing's working at all. Like the only thing that worked was it started up and you could drive it, but nothing else. Yeah. It's like, what in the world happened? So we gotta figure that out and by we, that means Diana Yeah. <laughs> will help us figure it out. But Jason worked on it some today too. And yeah. then, um, but we think we're close. We think it's something simple with that. I mean, it's just gotta, it's gotta be just something simple cause it all works and it all works perfectly. Cause I drove it and used all that stuff before. Yeah. But what is teaching me is just told. And I've, I keep, I feel like I keep saying this, but I've lived this life with you of cars for such a long time. So I know how it goes. Like stuff happens, like stuff does break or there's an issue that happens that we didn't see coming. And then, you know, that one's not ready, but this one is, and it's this constant juggling, but actually being out there with you more, I'm totally learning that what that actually means because the Chevy, the 93 Chevy truck and the Lincoln were totally going to be the next, next ones to go. Right. And that might or might not happen now. Right. We have um, lots of other stuff to sell, which is fine, but yeah. it's just like priority wise, it may not happen the way I thought. Yeah. I'm afraid to touch anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. And I think the other thing too, and I talked about this a few podcasts ago, just some of the stuff that I've been learning from hanging out with you but it's really became clear become clear to me too from hanging out with you how many things you juggle during a day and it is crazy for all of you who are listening who are have followed Denworks for any amount of time it it is legitimately nuts how many balls Jason keeps in the air at any one given time and how many things it's like, okay, I have to go do this. Now I have to go do this. Now I have to go do this. Wait, now I have to go back to this thing. Yeah. It, it's mind boggling to me. Or like someone, I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Or someone showed up or all of a sudden the transporter showed up or, or just, mm -hmm. it's really hard. <laughs> it's it's it, really hard. And I like right now I'm learning so much about this. I have the, I have a couple of canopies for sale, just Craigslist stuff. Cause they came on the 94 Ford that I have and the 96 Ford that I have, and I didn't want them on there. So I just stuck them up for sale on Craigslist because they're nice canopies. I just didn't want to use them for those trucks. And so I'm learning so much about this right now 
because I have one of them for sale. A guy called the other day, needed the exact dimensions. So we went out, you went out with me because it's kind of hard to measure it by yourself. We measure it. I call him back, tell him what the measurements are. And then he came over today and he came over today, remeasured it and then said, yeah, it won't fit. And we put it on his truck. Yeah. Before he came over, he already knew it wouldn't fit. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it sounds like it's three inches too long. And I was like, okay. And he's like, no, I want to come over and see it. And I was like, okay. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, if that works for him, that's cool. But it's the stuff like that that just the juggling of it and the managing of it gets really, really, really busy. Right. Yeah. So. It, it it's time consuming, and we don't mind showing people things and stuff like that. But it's just kind of funny to watch someone else's process too because we're waiting for them and we're just selling a canopy like basically giving it away almost. Yeah. and it's funny because on the phone he's like yeah it's three inches it's going to be three t- inches too long and he's like well maybe I can modify it so he brings over this really nice uh, Ford truck like a 72 it was really nice and he had this is funny because he had converted it it was F100 converted it from a long bed to a short bed and so our canopy was a short bed and so even before we put it on he says yeah it's gonna be three inches probably it's gonna be too big and I and he had converted this truck like totally modified all by himself cut the bed down cut the frame down fitted everything and he on the back of the bed he took I don't know eight inches off and in the front so it wasn't I mean, he just did a lot of work, mm-hmm. and so he goes over and measures measures it. He goes, "Yeah, this is this is three inches too long," and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." I don't know. I, there are some phrases that people use, like <laughs> "no blank Sherlock" or something like that. Like it's just like, "Yeah, you already knew that." And it was like, <laughs> and he's like, "This is gonna take a lot to modify." And I was like, "Yeah, what? It's it gonna is gonna take." To modify, it, he was like scared to modify a canopy, and I'm like, "Sir, you just modified a whole truck." Yeah, you if know, you can modify really, a truck. You could do a canopy. It was really funny, and he he was a nice guy, but um, it was just funny because he was just like, "I don't know if I could modify that," and it wouldn't be that hard. He was totally, he was totally a nice guy, but I yeah. think, and I think at the same time, it is helpful for me because I. I am going to have to learn how to manage my time better or how to manage those interactions. And sometimes it's just going to happen where someone's going to come over, the thing isn't going to work for him, and you move on. Oh, and that's the other thing. So, I mean, just speaking of juggling time, we I don't we didn't even talk about this. I sold the 2006 Buick Lucerne yes, you did. last week. So that was my very first car sale ever, ever, ever. And so that was super exciting. Yeah, I was really proud of you, and um, and I was. It was fun to watch the process from you researching it, negotiating, buying it, fixing it up. Um, and it didn't need a lot of fixing up, but just detailing it, mm-hmm. replacing things, just to make to improve it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was really fun to watch. And what one of the things that was really interesting to watch too, if you've ever sold anything. She had a phone call. Gentleman came over and looked at it. 
and it's got the North Star V8. And then he was like, oh, I thought I wish it would have the six-cylinder. And I was like, well, then, you know, where, uh, I was thinking in my mind, like, well, you shouldn't even be looking at a V8. Like, everyone wants the bigger motor. What's wrong with this guy? It was funny because in, in my mind, just, you know, liking cars myself, I know that, like, a V8 is really cool to have. So when he came over, that was one of the first things I said to him. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a CXS and it has the North Star V8. And he's like, oh, I was really hoping it was the V6. And Who I was like, dang that? it, dang Who it. Who says that? You go to, you know, a shell, you know, like, oh, sir, you can have the Shelby here. No, I just want, I want the six cylinder Mustang. What? Yeah. It don't make no sense to me, but we're wacky. Yeah, I guess. We like horsepower. We like to drive fast. You know, what can I say? Yeah. And he was such a nice guy. Oh, he was super kind nice. of a kind of a car nut himself and so you know showed yeah. him around the shop and stuff like that and I really thought he was gonna buy it yeah. so but he went he, home to think about it yeah but he was like kind of giving me the signs like that he was interested because he said yeah. he was gonna call me later and he did yeah he called and left a voicemail he's like I'm doing a little more research I'll get back to you in the morning so I'm telling you like I think I might have something here I don't know we'll see but I was kind of feeling like I had the signs of that this was going to work out. And so I was excited about it. And then the next morning he called and I mean, such a nice person, like kept in touch with me all that time and then calls to tell me that he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you were, you were excited that all of a sudden, like all the wind was taken out of your sails and you were so sad. It was horrible. It, it was, it was like Stanley sitting outside looking at his tennis ball and he can't get it it honestly was like that and I I didn't think I was that excited about selling it until that didn't happen and I was like dang it okay yeah. you were just like you were a little depressed I, I I was and we had to go do some errands that morning so we end up you know we were just doing like normal errands in West Salem and stuff and we happened while we were out to drive by and there was like a little farmer's market mm -hmm. um, and just a real simple one. In fact, we should remember that for this Thursday. Yes, and we got some killer tamales there. Oh my goodness. If you live in Salem, Oregon and you are go to West Salem on Thursday morning, go to the tamale booth because they are killer. On they Edgewater, have like... On Edgewater Street. I think they had um, carnitas, chicken... Do they have beef too? I think, yeah, yeah. Beef. Next time we should get some of the beef yeah. ones. Um, and then they have green and red. And so we get a dozen tamales and they are hot. Yeah, well, I thought they were going to be frozen. I was like, what's taking them so long? Mm hmm. So that cheered me up a little bit because I was like, this is legit. Yes. And yeah. they have um, homemade fresh salsa. Oh my gosh, that was good. <laughs> that they put with on the side so it has the sauce in with the tamales. Yeah. But, so that kind of cheered me up a little bit. And then they did have strawberries. We didn't buy any that day, but they had strawberries at the market. So yeah. I'm going to get some this week. So that kind of cheered me up. But I was still trying not to be bummed out. And you're like, are you yeah. bummed out? And I'm like, no. They're like, yeah, I think you are. Yeah, she was. I was. And so we're out and about. My phone starts ringing. And I'm like, oh, I'm not even going to answer it. And you're like... You don't know. Maybe it's someone who wants to look at the Lucerne. Sure enough, someone who wants to look at the Lucerne. Yeah. And then 
all of a sudden that she was on this high again. We gotta get home. We gotta get it clean. Well, I gotta show this thing. And you were so excited. So, and I know that feeling because, you know, when I worked at Carlos when I was younger, and then when I started doing this, it that feeling never goes away. Because you have to be positive. You have to think someone wants my car. Mm-hmm. And when they don't want it, it's like, oh, oh, oh. and um, and then you're just thinking no one's gonna want it. And then a phone call and everything changes. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, this is good. And it, and I, again, I mean, I've just supported you through the years and I've seen that happen. I've seen your excitement about cars you bought, your excitement about cars you've sold. I've seen the ups and the downs and the mechanical issues and the, the great deals and the hard deals and all in between and supported you in it. But it's different when it's yourself yeah. who's going through it. So that has been actually, I think, really good for me and you yeah. because it's just given a new dimension to it. So as it turns out, this couple comes over and this is such a nice car. Like I was genuinely excited about it because it was so clean, yeah. so nice. It had been super well taken care of, which is why I bought it in the first place. And this extremely wonderful couple bought it. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where... It just seemed like that was the right that they were the right people for yeah. that car yeah. and you know they were they were going through some hard circumstances in life and you know I this is just the way that I think but like later on that day when I thought about them I was excited to sell the car totally yeah. but I was more excited that it it was a car that the wife really really wanted and when she saw it she was like oh my gosh this is a beautiful car yeah this is exactly what I had in mind and that is exactly what she needed because she's been going through some tough things yeah and it was like I don't know I just felt good about that so I know it just might sound so cheesy but I it was just something you know I prayed about them prayed for them later in that day and I was like what a great couple to sell that car to like that was perfect I mean it's something that I believe will be reliable and good and so it was just a good feeling all the way around in the end of it you know and I was super excited to get my first car sale under my belt like you said go through the whole process and feel what it feels like and do the things that I learned a heck of a lot and I have so much more to learn um But it was, I was excited just to do a car and yeah. have that feeling. So that was fun. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we've just been kicking it like crazy. <laughs> yeah, and then we weren't going to buy anything anymore after we bought the van. Okay, we're not buying anything anymore. Didn't I say to you yesterday, I'm not on the hunt. Right. I have four. Yeah. I four is like my limit. Like yeah. I, I sold the Lucerne. I've got four. I don't need any more because right. that you that's said that you said many. that today. Did I say that? Yes. And then I went down to Ace <laughs> to get like a bunch of PVC pipe and all this, and I'm standing there getting, you know, because I'm gonna water these trees. Uh, you know, drill little holes in them and stuff like that. So I've got these twenty. 10 footers and stuff and <laughs> were you actually holding those when I called yeah and you text you like you're not going to believe what I found and I'm like <laughs> like things for the trees or <laughs> elbows or something like that or and so you send me a picture of some of a, the vehicle we're going to look at yeah which I was like 
this is a vehicle that I think you're gonna like. Yeah, and you're you didn't send it. You were explaining it to me. Yeah, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. As he's holding 20, yeah, okay. 20 foot long PVC pipes. And then I said, <laughs> okay, send me the pictures over and then I'll call you when I get done out of here. <laughs> so then you send the pictures over and I don't know if I texted you or called you back. Like, okay, yeah, you got to do that. You texted. You, oh, did I? So I knew. So I had already called the person and kind of got some pre-information and then... I texted you the pictures. Yeah. And I'm at home like, this is exciting. Okay, what's going to go on with this? And then when you saw it and you text back, you're like, yeah. And so I was like, okay, we're on. Right. I'm on to something. Like, my my gut was right. So we're on it. We're going to see yeah. it. We were going to go in the morning, you know, drive. And then we thought, you know what? Let's just get over there and... Mm-hmm. Um, spend the night at the coast and then go look at it in the morning. Yeah. And it's funny because Leslie's had pretty good luck because I'm always apprehensive of, you know, like, am I going to be the first one to look at it? Is anyone else going to be there? And because the last two cars that I've looked at, I think I talked about it early in our podcast, the last two that I personally went and looked at, there was other people there looking at it at the same time I was. And it was like, wait, you just got off work and said you clocked out. <laughs> and then it's like, how did this other guy get here? And yeah. It, and and one got sold out from underneath me. And I'm just like, what the heck? And so that's one of the things, too, is like you have to, like, these days, hopefully, tell people, like, yeah, I am coming. You have to tell them, like, 100 times because mm-hmm. there's a lot of flaky people. Mm-hmm. And that happened on that truck deal too. That some guy said this that F two fifty you bought. Yeah. This guy says, "Yeah, I'm coming." And and uh, then you ask the guy, "Well, is, is he still coming?" Well, he's a half hour late. And then he called him back, and you know we thought we were out. He called him back and said, "Yeah, yeah, I don't have the money for it." Mm-hmm. So we would have maybe lost out unless you would have called back and said yeah I want to come so we ended up buying it but it's just really hard because sometimes someone sneaks in there yeah yeah um but not everyone is as serious as us either like if I say I'm gonna buy something or if I say I'm gonna come and look at it Mm -hmm. even if I don't want it anymore Mm -hmm. I'm probably still gonna go look at it and nine times out of ten I'm still gonna buy it right and a lot of people aren't like that and I've noticed that already that you can tell like I can tell the difference when I'm talking to someone are they really serious or not like on a buy or a sale um and you can't always know what their decision is going to be but you can tell if you're talking to a legit person right you know you can tell like okay this person's really into it but yeah I mean I've I've learned that already like if you really want something, you gotta you gotta go. And yeah. that red ninety six F two fifty that I got that oh I'm so 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 excited about. I love that truck, and it is gonna look so good because we took it had like mud flaps and steps and canopy and some stuff on it. To this day, I have not driven that truck. I think you only drove it across the driveway once. Yeah, that's it. I have not driven the truck. If we go somewhere, like oh yeah, we're gonna take that truck. 
she's already in the driver's seat and driving down the street and I'm like trying to open the door and get in. I love that truck. Like that tr that truck looks good. It sounds good. It has also an aftermarket grill in it. So I'm putting a regular um, factory grill yeah. in it. And so I am, I'm making it like just, it's going to look so nice. Yeah. It's just going to look it's so good. Nice I'm so excited about it. So I'm, I can't wait for that. And so now the Lincoln is almost ready, or as I like to call it, the Linky. And I yes. love that car too, as I've already said. I'm so excited for that one to go on back because that's going to be super fun. Yeah. I, I hope that's my first auction, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, so, so far, I'm on a Ford Lincoln Mercury. Yeah. Except for the Lucerne. Yeah. Because that was, you know, obviously GM. But yeah. I, even what we're going to see, is in the Ford Lincoln Mercury family. Yeah. Yeah. And it may or may not. Well, I'm not going to say anything more. I'm not yeah. going to say anything more. Um, but I'm pretty excited about that because, as you guys know, I married into a Ford family. Although you like everything now, you have broadened your horizons since you were 22. Yeah, yeah. but I still, I still like Ford. You still lean Ford, but you do like yeah. some Chevy stuff. Like that 93, when you saw that, you were like, yes. Yeah, that truck. That is a hot truck. Yeah. So, um, Except when you pulled up the F-250 and I was like, how did Chevy even compare to that truck? Uh, I mean, they're both the same thing. Three-quarter ton four-wheel drive and it's like, it's not even the same yeah. ballpark. Though yeah. when I'm selling it, it is going to be the best truck in the world. <laughs> the best truck in the whole world. Because there are a lot of Chevy people out there yeah. who it is really nice, like though. those it trucks. Nice. Uh, my dad would love it. Yeah. He would be all over that truck. Yeah. He would totally love that. Um, so you're up. Like, you're too behind now. Because you were up after the the 96 F-250. And now I've bought two more. Oh, right. well, I bought yeah. one and hopefully two. Yeah. I don't think that's going to stop either. I, I'm. This is it. Like, five. Right. <laughs> five. Five is it. Like, I have... Like, I have four too many. I was going to buy one yeah. for Mason and one car. I was, I bought the Lucerne. That's what I was going to do. It's just like buy a car, fix it up, sell it. And that was going to be a cool, fun project. Yeah. And it, it is funny. Cause then when you bought the Lincoln, it was like, Oh my gosh, I bought the Lincoln. What if I don't, what if I can't sell it? What if I don't make any money? What if I lose money? Yeah. And then two days later, you're buying another one. And then two days later, you're buying another one. I, you guys have no clue how scared I am about this no reserve auction. I told Jason, he should have told me a long time ago what no reserve meant. Right. <laughs> I've watched this process go at, well, we've sold 1400 cars, but yeah. on bring a trailer, I've watched it 256 times or 57 times. Yeah. I don't know where we're I don't at. Know. 257 or something. something like that and it is a legit heart attack so i'm gonna be a wreck oh, when yeah. all my cars are on it's i'm gonna, gonna be, be really so fun freaked. to watch it's gonna be really it's gonna be exciting yeah that's for sure so well, well i guess we'll leave you with that it's 9 45 and we're going through mm -hmm. the mountains did you just see something else back there was there another rig? i rib? did yeah, Jason's now he's having all the cars on his side because he saw a motorhome and then he just saw I saw his neck 
Ukraine as we were closing yes, up. So I saw. who knows? On our yeah. way home, I, I don't know what we'll be doing tomorrow. Well, I know that you got a stack of cash. That's right. And hopefully I can spend it before we get there. <laughs> and then not leave any money for what we came for. Right. Okay. That's happened before. Yeah. That's happened before. I can see it. All right. Well, um, have a great night. And we're, we're trying to get on his schedule with the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and the plan is Tuesdays, Thursdays, and a weekend day. Yeah. So we're still working towards that. So it's Tuesday. It, it is 945 at night, but we did get it in. Yeah. So. We got here. Have a great night. And then keep an eye on Instagram tomorrow. Um, and you can see if we did or didn't purchase our rig tonight. All right. All right. Adios. Bye.